and welcome to another episode of the UK Airshow Review Podcast, the podcast we started when we had no airshows to review. My name's Sam, and joining me tonight are... Ian. And Tom. So, unfortunately, let's get the bad news, or the sad topic out of the way first. Obviously, we all know what's going on in Ukraine at the moment, and notwithstanding all the horrors going on there at the moment, as far as the aviation world is concerned, the, the loss of the AM-225, Maria is it is very sad and and it is worth at least highlighting particularly on the, this podcast because we've had at least a couple of episodes talking about it and talking about us going to see it and it is was uh a very important aircraft and a very unique aircraft so yeah it's unfortunate uh piece of news out of that country along with everything else yeah here here not much else to say on it really but uh, no there, there isn't but it was, yeah. it was just worth mentioning i mean i i I do think, you know, there's every now and then you mention it, and someone goes, "Oh, well, actually, there's there's people dying as well, so it doesn't matter about a plane." And I don't think anyone's saying that um, that it's it's anyone's life is it's it's more important than anyone's life or anyone who's been being killed over there. But um, I, no, no one's saying that. But it is still the comparison I've drawn. Um, in response to that is it's like when um isis blew up palmyra uh, in syria you know it's an ancient piece of history okay the 225 that was as old as palmyra but you know it's something unique lost to the world it's a piece of history it was unique it was the biggest plane in the world so it, it's still a loss certainly as a it, to aviation and, and as a unique feature in the world yeah, it, I think uh, yeah, definitely everything on social media. Um, so the, the is it isn't it? <clears throat> I think the, the pictures that we saw of uh, what's left of it in the hangar, it was just a stark reminder of, of lots of things, really. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and and does also make you think. Don't take things for granted as well, yeah. perhaps. Um, but yeah, not much more to say on that. Um, what what are we thinking of uh, all the Ria updates so far? Pretty good so far. It's nice to have Ria updates, right? Isn't it? <laughs> Isn't it? Like somehow it just feels like straight back to normal in a way. Like we, like like twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one have just been skipped, and then in other in like another way, it's like, oh my god, how nice is it to be arguing about like oh such and such <laughs> should be flying. Oh well, this isn't my cup of tea. You know how nice is that to have. I'll never take it for granted again. Maybe not the arguing, but actual updates. <laughs> yeah, it's the um, just as a thing. Really good. It's just that it was. It happened to be um, this week on the Thursday, and it got to about eleven o'clock, and I was just like, "Oh, hold on, it's, it's update day." <laughs> Time to break the update. hovering over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't we just have to break it this week? Because uh, took a while. <laughs> it's late wasn't it yeah it was late on the website or something socials and I, and then it's like oh everyone's like oh it's late what, what what's happening oh we, we need to know and it's like oh god <laughs> it's back it feels like when you go when you go to uni and then you come back to your hometown for christmas or something and somehow it's obviously there's been a gap but in another way it's like oh look there's you know there's the old mcdonald's there's pisshead steve there's you know um Mm-hmm. The prime that I got picked out of. <laughs> it's just, it just feels really nice and familiar. Yeah, it's it's good to have it back. I um, it's definitely there's a, there's a new website and I think a new marketing effort as well this year, which has been interesting. What do you think about that? I'm on the fence. I have to admit, mm-hmm. I, I don't like. I, I never liked the corporate side of it and how it's slid down that path i understand the needs for it and it's been explained in podcasts it's been they've been quite dynamic i suppose in a way i like the little videos that they've put together it it's yeah, short short and simple and sweet and it, it does the trick no need for any other waffle or anything like that i just hope that, that kind of continues uh there's somebody that hasn't has an idea about aviation and the planes and the air shows and doesn't mm. forget to the core um demographic really i suppose yeah, I understand that obviously it's a big big event, big family event, they want to draw everybody in. But at the end of the day it is you know, predominantly for the enthusiasts. Um yeah, it the say it's early days, there will be a lot more to come. But yeah, pretty mm-hmm. good so far. Yeah, definitely. I um 
it's, it's interesting how you say it's it's new because it is it, it's it's much fresher and um obviously you know thought and time um and perhaps money has been put into it um compared to some of the previous reacts we've seen but actually um in many ways it's sort of a return to the to the sort of the slightly older updates that i know that i would was looking for when like just as an enthusiast mm-hmm. so the actual latest updates have actual updates it's not just such as such is confirmed in the flying and then it just makes the latest update list and the confirmed aircraft list like one of them yeah. redundant because it just says this week we confirm <clears throat> i don't know swiss hornet uh, the danish t17 yeah. uh, baby blue team whatever whereas now it's like it does have that and but then there's also a bit of background so um it says you know something like for example german army nh90s which are a really nice pull um uk debut i think but certainly a react debut the 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 type in that air arms Mm. hands and then it's like we haven't seen you know german army flying display since 2016 which is cool and um also by the way we've got positive discussions with x y and z air arms that kind of stuff is what they had when they moved the latest update model way back 10 years ago in 2012 and everyone loved it and then it sort of fell away um not that the not to accuse anyone of sort of not putting the effort in but the sort of the the little um extra information that's being provided is is really good and it's nice to see that back because if you go back and look at the 2019 latest update lists if they're still around it just says yeah such as such is confirmed for the flying this year yeah, this week you know such as such has declined that's it um it doesn't really say much else so it's really nice to have that depth of inf- information back well the marketing was um something we really called them out for in the last on the last show wasn't it yeah. the pre-show marketing was not good and to their credit have clearly made an effort on that front to, to improve things and 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 to actually try and rectify the complaints that we had so um you know that's encouraging and, and all credit to them for that i mean there's definitely there's a few things i you know there's a few things that maybe still not getting right but um for, for example that the update not being on time um as minor as that is because obviously it was like 20 minutes late but it it, it, it from oh, i want to split hairs but it was one of those things was like they, they, they put the social media updates out with a link to the update page and the update or the confirmed aircraft page and the page hadn't been updated yet so it was you know, maybe, mm. maybe getting lack of cohesion. Lack of cohesion. I think they're not putting the new aircraft in italics anymore, um, which again certainly now feels like like splitting hairs. But I think because because in the in the olden days, in the before times, um, the the new aircraft would be like in, would be bolded in italics. You just immediately could see what they are. And right now, obviously, the list is very short. It doesn't really matter. But if you think well, once we get to like June time. Come, come June, yeah, ho- it does make a difference. Hundreds yeah. of aircraft on the list. You're gonna, it's gonna be hard to tell what's new if they don't mark them out like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's like, you know, that's not game breaker. It's just a you know, inconvenient, I suppose. I think the the main the main bullet point is that um, the the first thing is that it's it's really good, uh, gratifying even to know that concerns have been listened to not just oh, concerns, like other people made the same points as well so it's it's good to hear that those concerns have been listened to and efforts have been made and you know it's a little bit too early to draw any definitive conclusions on this new marketing but the fact that they're making an effort to try and to try and sharpen it up is good if there's some teething problems you know then then that's that's part of the course you know this is really the, the first time this sort of new way that, that, that they're doing it has been done or at least has been done for a long period you know a long mm-hmm. time so um you know there's, there's going to be teething problems i think we can all forgive them for that the main thing is that the efforts being made and i think if you were to go back and read the 2019 review that you wrote sam i reckon i, I don't know because i haven't read it for <laughs> ages but i reckon in there somewhere it's not the it, it's not the the little areas themselves yeah they're the the thousand cuts yes that, that's um, exactly that i the, think it's the overall phrase. vibe that you get from it so um yeah it's that they're they're individually collect well, collectively form the thousand cuts and it's the the sort of the effort that perhaps not that the effort wasn't being put in in 2019 but it's just sort of that so much was being missed mm-hmm. or so much that was just not quite right um it was that vibe whereas you know the effort is being made so yeah credit i i think um i think uh you know 
gold star for, for for the moment and if there is teething problems well they can be forgiven as you said it you know splitting has worthwhile flagging them but um still very forgivable as long as they're making the effort to do it which it seems like they are well so far there's some pretty there's some pretty good stuff on the list already to be honest the, the german nh90 is a really cool item notwithstanding that's that's, how, a, that's a really top pull notwithstanding how shit the nh90 is as a helicopter but absolute <laughs> junk town helicopter how long have you <laughs> i don't i don't think i mentioned it when i was uh well on the departures day at tanagra at athens flying week last last year they had an nh90 on static and i think i had two full starts before they managed to fly it out <laughs> uh, just what you want for a brand new uh, i said brand new for a new ish so, helicopter so and i bad. bet they had a huey or a shinnick and it just like it just did on the first turn oh yeah it's the, the, yeah, the sea yeah, it's Junktown helicopter, but it's it is it is a crap helicopter the, the, as a as a military helicopter. But they do look the ancient good. second-hand um, Kiowa warriors went out went out first time. <laughs> yeah, like it like an old Nintendo sixty-four cartridge. If there's any problems, just blowing it. <laughs> compared to you know analog helicopters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Old steam gauges. I mean, that's, that's yeah, maybe no, another thing. NH90 is a really good Maybe we, sh- we shouldn't be taking NH90s for granted because they're already starting to be kind of replaced. The Belgian, the, the Belgian green ones, the the TTH, the Tactical Troop Transport uh, helicopter ones. Um, they yeah, they're they're retiring those early. Ah. Um, so the the green ones, which were actually a sort of when they had them, 2015, 2016, they were trying to send them to as many UK shows as possible. Um, albeit on static, but um, yeah, so make the most of NH90s. I mean, that is, but yeah, that the German ones look shocking. great as well. Yeah, it's yeah, absolutely horrendous, literally the worst. Um, <laughs> but uh, but that, maybe maybe that's another time. I could talk shit about NH90s all day. Good podcast with Yeah, <laughs> somebody. <laughs> maybe maybe I tell you what, we'll we'll, we'll do. Um, we'll we'll start putting together a new podcast feature called um, uh, the I don't know. The, the aircraft roast and we just take a particular aircraft and just <laughs> roast it just 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 go hard just I think talk about how crap it is that's a pretty good idea for a series yeah 15 but... minute no hold yeah. no holes barred no punches pulled yeah hmm. destroy hmm. it first on the list nh90 next <laughs> <Saturday Hornets. laughs> well the thing with hornets is that i don't it's pretty much purely just their looks and how much people if you excuse my French, cum themselves over horses. It's they're, they're, they're probably pretty... They're perfectly good planes in and of themselves. They're perfectly capable, I assume. Um, there's just... They're just... There's, they're, they're like... The dementors. They just have no soul at all. <coughs> and suck soul out. Yeah, and suck soul out of everyone who goes near them. Which is also on the list, so that was a great under. <laughs> I've never seen Harry Potter. I don't know if it's what Dementors are. Um, other big, <laughs> other big Asher news is no Legends. That's a big, big no Legends. Loss. I was planning to go to that actually. A bit of a curveball mm. as well. Mm. Yeah, massive curveball. Because um, it, it just felt like they were pretty settled at Cywell. Um, well, you know, I say that is in they were settled with Cywell being mm-hmm. the new venue. Um, well, what, so, so what were the actual reasons? Because I I knew that it'd been cancelled. I don't think I ever I actually saw fully what they said. Do you know? I don't know. I I I, re- I remember reading them. I just don't remember much mm. about what it was about. It sort of seemed to be one of those nonsense. You know, I say nonsense. It, yeah, one of those very carefully yeah. worded yeah. cancellations. It doesn't really blame anyone and doesn't really give anyone any information. Yeah. I shouldn't say nonsense. Um, Particularly but, that's um, job. But... Normally they, <laughs> yeah. Normally they they gloss over. Yeah the real reasons yeah, yeah, and yeah. keep those in-house but um yeah well, very odd so i think they're saying they're looking for a new airfield so it's not that you know there's a problem with a site with a local council you know um northampton or wellingborough council or, or you know they can't get police for a particular period of time it, it does seem as though the venue itself is now going to move or change so if it's not duxford it's not Sywell. you know yeah so i'll i'll um dear flying ledge Dear Flying Legends community pilots and friends, it is with deep regret that we must confirm the cancellation of Flying Legends 2022. This was on the 11th of February. Our search for a suitable alternative to Duxford has not been successful despite our best efforts. 
To compromise and select a lesser location for the event would neither do you nor the brand justice. Da, 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 da. We're determined to find a new home for the show in the near future. So that does sound like things haven't worked out with Cywell, which, so, I mean, mm. funny, quite amuse me the, the top comment. Congratulations to IWM for yet another successful step into destroying the warbird aviation scene in the UK. <laughs> Bit harsh. That's Jesus. that's from friend of that's from friend of the show, Alessandro Taffatani. Um, <laughs> wow. He he of uh, he of Spitfire fame. Um, but yeah, that does make it sound like a. Uh, he better he he'd better DM me after this. Um, he it does sound like Cyber hasn't worked out. It's strange because it, mm. it's very much a niche event, isn't it? I mean, you have like your Shuttleworth events that do have that kind of aircraft not you know the, the warbird sense uh, that the legend shows have but you would think that there is quite um you know, there's a huge audience for it basically you'd think that they would i suppose they have tried uh, for whatever reason um but it, it is a, a big item on the calendar um it, it, it is quite a huge yeah. loss i've only been to one i think it was 2015 at duxford uh thoroughly enjoyed it uh, although I may have been on the outside of the airfield, um, we'll gloss over that. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, okay. I was in a naughty field. Um, it's only because I arrived late though, and the burgers at the at the school uh, were really good actually as well. I do rate those and the cake uh, and the cakes. Um, <laughs> well, I was planning. <laughs> I was planning to go again, and I was quite quite gutted. No, not for the cakes actually. Um, yeah, quite gutted that it there was none because there is. The only chance to see some of these aircraft fly, uh, mm. you know, you've got like the your Red Bull Warbirds um, that might not go to Riyadh, but will go to a Legends event itself. It's the only chance that you can get to see them there. So it, yeah, it, it is a, a niche event and mm. quite a few lost opportunities, I suppose. Mm. Well, I never went. It's. I think it's it's an, it's another lesson in taking nothing mm. for granted. Yeah. Well, it just always clashed with know, the stuff can go, shows can disappear. It just always clashed with the way Ari Overton. It's strange. Yeah. I've always thought of them as. It's going to sound really odd, but it, it's a, it is a different, different type of air show. That's the wrong thing to say. It's you've got your sort of shuttleworth shows and your react shows and like a legend show. I've always treated them as something different, and there's a different type of aviation enthusiast that likes legend shows and warbirds that might not like react type show even mm. though you will have like bbmf and the odd warbird here and there and mm. yeah when i did go um the other people that were maybe in the field um with me were really into the warbirds and things uh, they were there for the photographic opportunities uh, but it is every time i've been to duxford it's it has been a really different environment to a normal airfield really it is all has all been about the warbirds so yeah, yeah it, 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 mm. I, I hope they do pull something together again i mean there's clearly scope in the uk for a, a warbird centric an exclusively warbird centric show although of late they had also been getting a few non-warbird stuff like the red arrows for example and and the heritage flight although that is obviously heritage flight yeah. warbird adjacent um so i don't know what that says about it but you know that there, there is clearly room for a, a high profile top level warbird show let's get on it yeah <laughs> let's do it it's i you know i sort of start to wonder as well the the, the longer it, these shows leave it to get themselves back to what they were doing pre-pandemic the harder mm, i think it's going to be because sponsors go and do something else um you know uh it's all, all those contracts that are just renewed every year or, well, you know, I was looked gonna at, say, you everyone know, knows you know it's one of those things it's like it's like the, the relationships you have with them you miss one year and they make they find someone new and you suddenly you can't connect with people again you know yeah the, the longer that's left the more of a hill there is to climb to get back to where they were so it's it's obviously it, that that's my big concern about um Yeovilton. it doesn't seem uh, you know subject to some late sort of <laughs> late in the year announcement which would be awesome but it seems as though Yeovilton isn't um, coming back mm. this year and and you know every, every year it's left obviously Yeovilton's a royal navy show that's people that rotate through different disciplines mm. 
in the Royal Navy because they've obviously got their own careers to look after. I know that there is an airshow office that has sort of members of staff that are there, but you know, the longer that's left, the harder it is to then sort of get back to where you were. Whereas with an annual event, it's just like, oh yeah, yeah, it's just the old, you know, which is why it's good that CrossFit is is coming back this year. Yeah. Um, that was actually quite unexpected, yeah. I think. And then they just came straight out the gates and uh, Hungarian <laughs> griffin flying, which is just which is just mad. This is like the rarest griffin display, I think, yeah. in Europe. Um, albeit there's only three. Um, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's the way you said that, but there's only three. Well, there's only fucking three of them, yeah, so, <laughs> you know, 35% rarer than all the others. Um <laughs> Uh, but it's but it's debut. I don't think Hungary has displayed at Cosford before, or, at least, or it hasn't for a very long time. The Czech Gripen turned up in 2019. Yes, um, but um, well, the Czechs. I, I don't I think, think the Swiss or Hungarian. Could be completely wrong, but I think the Czech Gripen debut was Yeovil in 2013, because they were leasing them at the time. I could be horribly wrong on that. I'm probably I am, but I remember. I, I certainly remember the, back then. The, the Czech. A Chet Griffin went to Waddington in 2013. It had that those psychedelic tiger colours that the Picasso year. Picasso tiger. Yeah, they were, I think one went to Waddington that year. If I'm thinking, but maybe, maybe I mean, geez, we're talking we're talking ten years ago. I thought well, I know I know one went to Yeovilton, but I remember at the time they were they were actually at that point still leasing them from Sweden, and it was like the next year or the year after that they um, they actually bought them outright. Yeah, when did they? I, I remember a Gripen in, in 2009 that wasn't the Swedish one at Riyadh, but it might have been a Hungarian one. It, did, Ooh, yeah. it, it does that I little it crappy was. little dump and burn. Well, fart and burn. Show and Hungarian burn. Then, Some, yeah. Something. Parp and burn. Parp and burn. <laughs> Lump, lumpy fart and burn. Dan, if Dan was here, he'd have some northern phrase for it. You know, like, <laughs> do, do, you know, do you know how people say, like, oh, there must be a German word for X, you know, state of being or something? like i starting i have started to think in terms of i bet dan's got a northern word for this and exactly the same thing yeah he'd have like bubbles and burn or something i don't know <laughs> ass bubbles i had enough of that today thanks <laughs> oh so yeah. we've heard um <laughs> i've made that impossible to segue away from haven't i sorry yeah i i've i, I... Definitely trying to think what else we can talk about. Anything else? We Spe- can talk speaking about of now. burnt assholes, Danish T17s have confirmed at Riyadh, which is which is cool. Actually, um, what have what have Riyadh confirmed? So, Finnish Hawk well, Solo. Hawk that's Solo, pretty cool. Which is actually yeah. Big, which actually, so I saw that at Dinya last year, and that was a really good solo, and it made me wish we still had an RAF Hawk Solo because it it was one of those ones that that you never see properly in the red arrows display but the fact that the hawk is a really agile quite powerful little jet mm. um the t1s and it was a- incidentally will be out of service won't they this month i believe oh yeah good point oh, yeah yeah the and and the navy bunch yeah another thing that's absolutely nothing being done for um 100 squadron got a special tail to be fair who's gonna <laughs> the, see it that no one's ever gonna see yeah <laughs> Maybe, actually, that's a very um, that's a very fair point. Perhaps in April, I'll take a couple of days at Shawbury, perhaps catch a couple of in for storage. It's going to be one of those really annoying retirements because there's not a cut off date. Because like the RES Centre of Aviation Medicine will still have a couple. I'm sure did uh, Kinetic Kinetic have got that one, haven't they, with the gold like stenciling on it? Perhaps they'll keep that. The Reds will keep theirs. So it's like it's a retirement slash not a retirement. And so that's probably why nothing's been done because it's like, well, they're not properly retired. The Navy still have theirs. I can't remember. I think Navy's going. Yeah, they do, but I think they're going at the same time. I think all hall right. MOD. Well, RAF and Navy. Which is a shame because, as you say, while it's not at the end of them, God knows it's a type that should be given a good send off the RAF. Hmm. It's an like, properly iconic. I know obviously the T two still around, yeah. but properly yeah. iconic British aircraft. And and like I said, they, the Finns put on a very good solo display with it. Um, so I think that's one to look forward to. I, I mentioned it's a very, it in, in uh, the agile little jet. I mentioned it in the um, threads. Um, I was trying to think back to when we last saw a hawk sort of it, it, hawk displays in general at React because obviously they used to be ten a penny because the RAF hawk solo. But we had the midnight hawks in 2017. We had that. Um, do you remember that T2 roll demo? Um, I think you did a piece on Sand, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, 2015. Then 
I yeah, 2015. Was my first, I think it was my first piece. Was it? Ah. Oh. Um, that was actually really good. I like that. Um, and then I, I think the actual last time we saw a legacy sort of Hawk solo would have been 2012 with that really nice Jubilee mm-hmm. coloured Hawk. So, mm-hmm. yeah, 10 years since we've seen a, like a sort of a legacy oh. Hawk solo, really. Which is mad when you think about it. Like, there used to be every single year there'd be something wrong if, if mm. one didn't happen and then suddenly there's a 10 year yeah. gap. Well, it was it, it, it harkens back to an era when why wouldn't you have ever had a trainer solo? Yeah, you know, they always oh I say pull the bag out. They always went some effort to to do a, de- a decent display scheme as well. Mm. Yeah, apart yeah. from when they put flames down the side of it in like two thousand and four or something. Two thousand eight, gloss over that one. No, two thousand five or something. Fe- Fe- the chav Fe- walk, yeah, yeah, yeah. They always made an effort to do a, dis- a special scheme, whether it was a good one or not. I've seen. So there was definitely some pretty horrendous ones over the years. There was one in 2011, which was Jules Fleming's year, which was the display itself was really good, but it was like three like red, white, and blue sort of just lines. It was crap. And then uh-huh. the the year bookended between 2010 and 2012. If you look at the solo schemes for those, the Hawk solo display of those two years, they're amazing. And then 2011 was complete dog <laughs> shit in between. And I don't, know why, <laughs> don't know why that was, but there we are. Oh, dear. Yeah, that's one to look forward to. Baby yeah, Blue, it's quite quite exciting. Are also going um, with with um, more than with uh, an increased number of six, aircraft as well, supposedly. Which will probably no doubt be five on the day, but <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, no, do you know it's one of those things? I'd love. We should try and do something with Baby Blue pilots because it must be one of those things where people take the piss up baby blue because it's a very slow very genteel display in a very uh underpowered aircraft but god bless them they keep it going they slayed it and at cosford did they yeah Isn't Ian, we, we did you go that i think it's 2019 when they went and, yeah and they yeah. just suited because it was a smaller venue they suited exactly. it really well yeah. um fair play to him well that's the thing is it, is it obviously as an aircraft type it suits that I've seen them go up in some pretty bad weather as well, which, mm. you know, is always to be commended, particularly if you're in a washing machine with <laughs> wings like that. <laughs> but, um, it, it, it's one of those things like fair play. You know, they still put it on. They still do it. They obviously work up a routine every year and not wanting to sound horrifically patronising. But, um, you know, they're going along to something like React where they're going to be alongside some hopefully big ticket items. Um thing about React though is that it's not just or it shouldn't be just, you know, jaw dropping display all the time because Baby Blue isn't that. But how many people who have go- who are going to React okay, you know, hardcore aviation geeks might have gone to a Danish air show, which is every which is every two years, so it's they're, they're mm-hmm. not that regular. Cost for twenty nineteen, I can't recall beyond that the last time they turned up in the UK. It's a Danish T-17, probably not that long left. It's quite an old trainer itself. Um, you know, in, in terms of a rare aircraft, just to take a picture of and have on your hard drives and say, I've seen, you know, a Danish T-17. Mm. It's the type of thing that people won't care about now. And then they'll look back on when they're retired mm. and they'll go, oh, that's a really neat little thing. I completely forgot how they are. Oh, yeah. Oh, what a cute little thing. 100%. Oh, that's, that's well cool. So, you know, don't write off the, the small items. That's exactly what React's about. Um, yeah, sub sub sapphire, isn't it? Is that a different plane? I don't know. That that's what the uh, I don't know what the, I, I'm crap at the distinction. That's what the Nor- Norwegians anyway, and Swedish yeah. have, isn't it? Or no, Swedish. Oh, anyway. Yeah, I love T17s. Like... Um... <laughs> <coughs> the best, my favourite plane ever in the entire world. <laughs> But no, they're, they're already um, what, we, no, what we I, I, three I, I, weeks I'm... in, some some good uh, some good good pulls out of the uh, out yeah. of the basket. German sure. NH ninety five, also... and all, you know, Coast Guard as well. Also... Oh yes, I'm I, looking I forward to that. Specifically, um, uh, gave them a special mention in my review from twenty nineteen because actually their presence on the ground is fantastic. They had some really good aircraft there, mm. and they were out all the time in front of the aircraft talking to people. Um, clearly enjoying being there and having a good... It was the biggest Coast Guard presence the show's ever had. 
Um, I mean, so far it's not actually anything Coast Guard per se, because it's technically two Excel stuff, um, which I think is contracted. Bit. The Coast Guard contracts, I think, probably. Um, but I mean, seven two seven. I mean, you know. Yeah, I think it was twenty fifteen when it was at, when I saw it at Cosford. Uh, did a display there, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think the spectacle of it being small airfield, but yeah, it, it was absolutely fantastic there. Haven't seen it displayed since. I know it has been various places. There's been a fly pass or something, but yeah, that should be something to look forward to. I'm kind of actually mm. excited about it being on the ground. Um, rather I was going to say, I think, it's a, I think it's a static. It's a static, the 77. Yeah. But yeah. that's because I, ha- I have seen it in the air. Um, but because it's, you know, it's, uh, it's not a passenger aircraft, I'm actually kind of excited to sort of it's been one of those aircraft that I've always thought I genuinely want to know what's inside it. I'd, I'd quite like to have a like a poke mm-hmm. around. I hope they do open it up. Um, but you know, some people do want it flying. Well, you, you're going to get that with every single static item at Riyadh. But it, 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 it's it's a big, a big item, like you know, and 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 that will fill out the static park nicely. It's nice to have a big item on on the static park, mm-hmm. you know, generally. Hopefully the the helicopters will join, but people need to understand as well how rare that is. I mean, people think, oh, Coast Guard, oh, it's civilian, so it's not, you know, blah. but it, I mean, it's it's the equivalent of having like an old yellow Sea King on static mm-hmm. or something. But mm-hmm. those Coast Guard assets, wow. because they're they're because they're contracted, they're really rare because they don't have, you know, they're not on the taxpayer dime in that way, um, and so they they it's it's really difficult for them to actually attend shows and stuff so that, i think that's really really good you, you, you're saying it's rare it's like it's, it's rare like having a yellow seeking or static like historic helicopters couldn't just double the size of the show. <laughs> yeah anyway coast guard 200 and then historic <laughs> helicopters are like oh guys well look if you need to drop out don't worry we've got you covered. <laughs> we can we can slap up a bit of red and white paint on our uh, on, on our machines while we wait <laughs> so i do wonder if this this podcast ever runs a risk of just becoming the React discussion podcast, but uh, at the moment there's not too much else to discuss, I suppose, is there? Well, we can. I mean, there 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 have been other airshow updates. Um, the Belgian NH90 talking shit about NH90s. The Belgian Navy NH90 search and rescue demo, which I imagine is sort of like a takeover from their old Seeking ones. That's confirmed mm-hmm. for the Duxford Summer Airshow, which is again quite a nice pull. Is I, it? I missed that. I think, um, well, they've self-confirmed. I'm not sure I've seen it on a list yet, but um, mm-hmm. is it Belgian F-16 for Cosford as well? And the oh, A10 nice. and the A109. Let's see, that's mm. another type. A109. Everyone's like, ah, oh, it's an A109. A109s yeah. look great, but you know, once they're gone, they're gone. Um, I think the idea is that Belgium are going to sack off those plus their army NH90s and then get like some H145s or something just to replace both types. Um, so yeah, make the most of them. Yeah, Belgian F-16 for Cos- Cosford. Actually, to be fair, it's pulling them out of the bag. What's it got? Hungarian Griffin, a uh, Griffin. Sorry, Griffin. Uh, I don't have the thing. Belgian NH-90, Team it Raven, list. Team Raven, Rockstar. Okay, that's what we like. Mm. Um. <laughs> that's the toilet break sorted. <laughs> <laughs> actually, to be fair, I've, I've never seen them. Team Raven. They're, yeah, they're fine. They're you know. I don't think I've seen them either, actually. I think I went, I went to Swansea Donkeys years ago, uh, and whatever they were before they formed Team Raven, they were, I'm sure some remnants of the team did a display there. They are they are South Wales based, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, it only takes a couple of fast jets or something for Cosford. Uh, they tend to pad the rest out, so mm. yeah, we know what Cosfords are like. It's more the the family friendly. Air show rather than the enthusiast, mm. but I'm sure they're still sort of bri- more to come. bridges a gap between like your, your genuine family friendly air show, like yeah. your, 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 your Midland Air Festival, and your sort of react. There's there's a bridge gap there because there mm. is military participation um, and genuinely rare items, and then it's also very family friendly stuff. So, um, yeah, it's slightly early in the season though, not a tremendous amount has, uh, has been announced yet. But um, some good stuff that, that there is. Um, I've actually been given the go-ahead to take Laura and Evie to an air show. So I think, I think we're going to we'll try Midlands Air Festival. Spin that time. Yeah. Try, try and ease them in slowly. <laughs> but actually, yeah. it would be nice to... And I might do a review uh, or something for UCAR, actually doing it from 
the I suppose the punter's point of view, the family mm. point mm. of view, really, because it will be nice to go to a show and actually see it from that that mm. angle rather than through the viewfinder, as they say. And Don yeah. went last year and he took his missus. He said he didn't really take his camera out of the bag, and he said he actually really enjoyed it from you know from the from the different side of things. So, yeah. Well, my girlfriend Kat can confirm she came to an air show with me. My camera very much did come out of my bag. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I afforded her no such luxury. <laughs> I don't think I'd take it with me at all. Uh, really? I'd, I'd just go as just being uh, just being a day out, really. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, sounds good. Um, should we move on to the questions? Do you think? Right. Yes. Um, so quick yeah, fire questions. So, yes, I'm ready. Yeah, we, we think we're going to do some more, more quick fire questions like we did last time. So yeah, go ahead, Tom. Read them out. Hate this. Hate my life so much. So, ideas for future quickfire. Oh no, that's that's me saying to the group. Sorry. Okay. Question. Question number one. Uh, I'll throw it to Ian, and then Sam can can take question number two. I'll throw it to Ian to start with. Ian, how many aviation enthusiasts does it take to change a light bulb? Um, one to change the bulb. Two to start a thread. New car. <laughs> Right, play, 13 to put a post on Facebook about it. For <laughs> someone to ask, has anybody seen the light bulb? <laughs> One person to go on a Facebook group and say, not light bulb related, but. <laughs> and then somebody else another, saying, another to go. can you stop another posting post. about light bulbs on this group? This group is for this only, specifically. Anybody another will be banned. I know where the light bulb is, but I can't say anything. <laughs> Want to say, have you read the light uh, bulb was... FAQs? <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was just going to say 20. One to put the light bulb in, another, another 19 to ask if it's going to be at Riyadh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Or, or, or another 19 to what? Another 19 to say, why, why is it screwed in? It's called an air show. <laughs> or another 19 to uh, to turn up late to the the screwing in and go are they flown yet are they <laughs> any <out?"> <laughs> screwing now <laughs> um okay question number two throwing it to sam what's the we're going to regret this immediately aren't we what's the most <laughs> What's the most hipster aviation opinion you have that will lose us the most amount of audience members? Okay, so I, I have a list. Fucking hell. So the one the one that's most likely to lose us the highest number of audience members. I, I will say if anyone who's still listening at the end of this will get a prize. <laughs> um, Anybody listening at the beginning will get a prize. <laughs> First opinion, uh, number one, being an av geek isn't a personality. Oh, God. Jeez. That's going, out. going deep already. Shane Dan's not here. Uh, number crunches can just fuck off. Oh, <laughs> 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 Okay, uh, next one. Uh, the SR-71 isn't actually a beautiful plane, and stop kidding yourself that it is. It's just long. It's just long. <laughs> Do you know... <coughs> okay, before you get burned at the stake, or just, you know, uh, metaphorically... <coughs> Do you know what I watched the other day? Is Sorry, by the way, I'm coughing my guts up. Do you know what I watched the other day is um, Star Wars Episode One because now that everyone loves the prequels and you know the Naboo Star Cruiser like that might well be my favourite Star Wars ship in terms of sound mm-hmm. not in terms of looks mm-hmm. but I but mm-hmm. you can, but I never noticed the SR-71 vibe from it before which is so stupid because it's so clear so um, yeah. yeah fuck you uh, well I, I stand by that uh, next one no one cares that the Hurricane shot down more enemy planes than the Spitfire it doesn't matter oh sorry no, no sorry Sorry, let me rephrase that. Triggered. Knowing knowing that the hurricane shot down more enemy planes than the Spitfire isn't a personality. Jesus. <laughs> you've you've out hipstered the hipster because the hipsters go, well actually, uh it's the Hurricane was a much uh more successful fighter in the Battle of Britain, and the Spitfire is the uh, you know, sort of unjustly praised. You've over hipstered the hipster by saying, Yeah, well fuck you, it's not a personality, get lost. <laughs> I like the voice you put on for that, Tom. 
Kind of yeah, he's, he's, he's actually doing really <laughs> um, Right, next one. Uh, Bouchon's painterless BF109 is actually kind of boring. So, well, okay, all right. Don't get excited about them. Okay. Um, I think we've already lost exclusively. Those yeah, exclusively. Well, yeah. <laughs> exclusively using unofficial <laughs> aircraft nicknames you've heard doesn't make you an industry expert or insider. Sorry, say that again. Exclusively using unofficial aircraft nicknames that you've heard somewhere doesn't actually make you an industry expert or insider. Fuck, I'm with you with that one. I it hate just, it. it. It doesn't, yeah. Absolutely it, it hate doesn't, it. It doesn't mean you're I'm in the know. It just means I'm trying to think of terms now, but I, I can't think of anything. But genuinely, I, I know exactly what you mean. People who try and sound really official by using... Yeah. like. Like ICAOs for airports, if, you know, if, oh, yeah. Stuff, like yeah. you know, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. To- totally with you on that one. Do you want some more? I've got two more. Jesus Christ! Okay, go for it. We might, we might um, as well the complete specifics the set. of aircraft capabilities, like max range and exact. <laughs> <laughs> the specifics of aircraft capabilities, like max range and exact payloads and wing loading and stuff like that isn't actually interesting and arguing about them is weird unless you're actually an operator looking to buy them otherwise they literally don't matter to anyone yeah fair there goes off of a uh, ben Donnell's commentary <laughs> <laughs> poor ben <coughs> i but i i um no Sorry. i i i i take the point but i also think that i hate it when people go like y- y- you can argue an aircraft's better with just numbers and then someone just goes well it's not all about numbers is it it's, it's about who's in the seat and you're like oh for god don't don't deify the pilots you know they're all trained to a certain standard i'm sure yes. there is some better yeah. than others it's like oh well it's, it's it's what you do with those numbers not not you know like, oh, for fuck's sake. All right. but also I, I, it, 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 unless you're <laughs> buying one it doesn't matter it doesn't matter occasionally it's interesting like oh i, I think it might it have been when the 757 did uh, the DHL 757 did a display at Waddington donkeys years ago, and the commentator said that it had more thrust. A 757 had more thrust than an F-16. That's kind of interesting. It's really yeah. interesting. I it's mean, it's intensely interesting when you can use facts and numbers to own American fanboys. But other than that, yeah, I take Sam's point. But but that but that's an interesting fact. That's not. Yeah. That, that, that's the difference between the, the 757 has more thrust than F-16 is an interesting fact. Just saying a 757's thrust itself is That's not a, interesting. Yeah. Um, last one. It, it does, it's not that big a deal that TSR2 was cancelled and it probably wasn't some grand American conspiracy and it was like 60 years ago now, so who actually cares? Okay, these last two I'm, I'm, I'm very much with you on. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, it's stuff like this, like the Hurricane one. It's ancient history. Who cares? Historians. Yeah, historians <laughs> are dweebs. Oh, we're not going to get oh. historians on this yeah. podcast now. Yeah, I, I'm with you on the CSR. I t- no, yeah, no, I, I, I say that obviously as someone who did a, a classics degree. So I that's a, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm very much with you on the CSR too. I think that um, it, it would. You look at it and it would have been awesome, and you think, wow, that would have been so cool. I wish it had. But I'm not like I. I don't look at it and go, ah, oh, that's the Death Watch beetle of the entire UK aviation industry in the '60s. Like, yeah, yeah, there's, there's, mm. there's a line to be drawn. It's like Canadians mm. in the Avro Arrow. You could have had tits, TSR two to the sky. <laughs> there's, there's enough tits. That would have been good. But it's like it's like it's it's one of those things. But it's it's like people talk about um, the German Wunderhofen at the end of the war doing such and such, and all this could have been all. And all those all wearaboo kind of stuff, and it's like, but it didn't. It didn't happen. So, do you know? What I've, do you know? What I've realised through like just <clears throat> life experience is that it's so much better for your mental health if you just let stuff like that go. Like you just think, that shit. I wish I could have seen the TSR two. I wish the Concorde could have been kept in the air longer, but it's gone. Let it go. And and life is so much better that way. So, here's some sage advice from some twat who's in his who's just turned thirty. But um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just gather round, kids. (laughs) (laughs) Gather round, kids. (laughs) Let me get my guitar and let's have a campfire. And uh, you know, Um, okay. uh, Final question. Final. Final question. Um, Both of you uh, can just jump in whenever. 
the most pointless things in aviation that everyone loves for some reason? Hornets. <laughs> Didn't even, it wasn't even any hesitation there. Didn't skip a beat. <laughs> straight in. Most pointless things. I'll tell you, so here's an example, right? Most pointless things in aviation that everyone loves. When you see TikToks or YouTubes or Instagram reels or whatever, and it's just um, like Americans are like, ah, oh, sound of freedom. They're like, turn the volume up to the max, yeah. And then it's just noise because the microphone that's recorded it is just blown out because of course it is. It's a fucking <laughs> rocket in the air, you know. So Some sounds are genuinely cool. Warbirds tend to be in the cool sort of category because they actually sound mm-hmm. good. But when it's just like... Like, I'm not going to turn my volume up to the max for that because I don't get anything from it. It sounds exactly the same because the <laughs> microphone didn't record anything. So that's sort of pointless stuff. Um, the use of the song Sail on every single compilation video. <laughs> <laughs> or anything by M83. <coughs> Was it Midnight City or something? <laughs> something like that. Use of nouns for verbs into the vertical in the hover yeah don't need it they were they were in the hover you did that the other day i know i did and then i hated myself let's not let's not uh, glaze over that um tom very much did that in the chat the other day and instantly to his credit instantly corrected himself and and (laughs) So I think you know, gets assigned yourself five days past. And, and also, time, also had a yeah, had a had a <clears> mental <throat> health breakdown the moment I typed it and saw I'd sent it. I was like, in yeah. the hover, and I just read it back. I was like, yeah. hover? Oh, you dick. Yeah. <laughs> Understand that I'm ranting about this, but I will very much be sort of arguing that hurricanes were the sort of unsung heroes of the Battle of Britain, and anyone who thinks otherwise can can do one. Or that Bouchon's painted as. Uh, but it's but it's not nice, it's not great... it's not that they weren't or it's not. It's not. It's not that they weren't, or it's not that people who, who think that were wrong. It just doesn't. It doesn't matter. Yes, they were. It doesn't. You're not winning any points. Um, uh, the use. It's just. It's just shit terms like beast mode and Viking takeoff. Just or any of that. Any of those sort of bollocks marketing terms that are just euphemisms for absolutely normal everyday occurrences that have to be given this sort of hype bro chad science like terminology in order to market it to air forces and stuff for some reason <laughs> it's it, we're, we're, we're the the venn diagram between that and the industry standard speak is like is very close um oh okay yeah. here's here's another pointless thing that everyone seems to love and i don't get stickers on lens hoods or yeah. wrapped lens hoods like you see people with those and i genuinely don't no dis, no genuine disrespect to anyone but you see people with like turn up to air shows with their big lenses and they've got like the the camouflage like foam wrap on it and i'm like yeah have you literally have you just come <laughs> from some deer hunting or deer shooting yeah I, I was about to say you uh, uh just come straight from owl box <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, I, don't, don't I, need at this it. Point, we are sort of just descending into. I just, I think, I hate people who do anything differently to me. Yeah, hundred percent. Um... Why isn't everyone just me? <laughs> World will be perfect. I'm keeping out of this one. Uh, another pointless thing that everyone seems to love is airshow organisers demanding that uh, uh, charging you an administrative fee for emailing you a ticket that you either have to print yourself or yeah. you use on your phone why well usually those are nominally are the, are the fee that whatever service they use to, to do all their marketing and sending campaigns and stuff i suppose is, is the, p- the fee they pay to it but it's still clear bollocks it's complete bollocks why not just put it as part of the part of the ticket if, if that's a fee like in other otherwise i want an itemized breakdown i want to see exactly where that money's going i want to see how many pence it costs proportionately to pay for a urinal in Esher organizers, you know, toilets or something. Like they need to split the cost of a urinal across ninety thousand customers in a, in an event per year. I want to see exactly how, like, so yeah, how much that costs, how much is divided amongst my ticket. Let's go, full itemized invoice. Like it was printed out on a nineties printer. Another... I have to unfold it like a zigzag. <laughs> <laughs> Another pointless thing everyone seems to fucking love is. 
He woke up and chose violence. Wow. <laughs> Taking no prisoners. I, uh... oh, I shall take that bit out. I dare yes, you not to. to. You know no, 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 no. That's it. You said it. No, no. You said it now. Um, I was going to say getting on top of like a footstool or a stepladder to f- photograph something in the air. Yes. Yeah. For, oh, do you ever God, see people yeah, do that? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? And it just, it just spoils the view for the people behind who are sitting down or something. What, what does the extra it, foot achieve? Behind them. Yeah. It's, uh. Maybe it's something I need to try, but I've had my like my sort of my four step step ladder, right? And I've stood on one step. And unless it's to get over a particular fence, in which case you can get it, there's there's to me there's zero discernible difference between the angle. You don't get a more top down view of an aircraft if you're a foot no. higher. You need to be several feet higher. <clears throat> like but as you say, maybe it's something we need to try before we judge it. Maybe these people are actually plane spotting in 2032. Yeah, we're just, maybe. <laughs> we're just stuck behind. I don't know. I genuinely don't know. I, why To get over people's heads, maybe. But then if they're at the front, why the fuck? But, they're, but what, it's what not. They? Yeah, they're up in the sky. And if it's up in the air, yeah, yeah exactly. Anyway, they're normally Dutch. Uh, right. That's been another episode <laughs> of the UK Air Review Podcast. Um, thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you've enjoyed what you've listened to, do share us with all your friends. Everyone you know, teachers, ex-teachers. I'm not going to go through another list. I can't be bothered to think of it again. But do share it around. Uh, you can listen on any, pretty much any podcast uh, provider now, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Uh, other, otherwise, our full things on SoundCloud, actually. Just Google UK Asia Review. We're on all the social medias, of course, except uh, TikTok and Snapchat and quite a few others. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at UK Asia Review. Check out our website, airshows.co.uk, for our, all our airshow reviews, features, uh, aviation material. And we've got a forums there, forums.airshows.co.uk, where you can join in the conversation. Thank you very much, and see you in another episode. Goodbye.